I totally get it. We've got uh, two years worth of pandemic, social unrest, ugly politics, hotter global temperatures, and maybe you're unemployed now. It can be hard to concentrate sometimes. And then you get the urge to write, or maybe you just get an irresistible idea to explore, and you open a file, or you get a fresh pad of paper, and nothing happens. Yeah, I hear you. Hi there, I'm TJ. Welcome to my humble podcast. I've been writing creatively since I could write my name, basically. Part I've been writing just for myself, plus some nonfiction job-related stuff, but uh, I'm working on a sci-fi novel at the moment, and I think it could be commercially interesting. So I'm in the trenches with you, have been, for, let's see, I'm in my 60s? <laughs> my problem is not with creativity, it's just with getting projects finished, which I'm trying to change now in my semi-retirement. This is episode one of a new podcast series all about writing creatively. This podcast is not about spelling, punctuation, editing, agents, fonts, margins, the Oxford comma, well, I don't know, maybe the Oxford comma, or uh, publication questions. Those questions are all important, but you need something to write before any of those really apply, right? I'm convinced a lot of writers get stalled out because they don't know how to start, or they get stuck on every other sentence, uh, or they're filled with self-doubt, agonizing over the perfect word, or whether the plot is too much like something else. Does that sound like you? Well, I'm here for my fellow wordsmiths who need help with the task of creation in the craft of writing. Yes, creating new worlds, ideas, creatures, situations. Yeah, I, I, I get it. You're staring at a blank sheet of paper or a blinking cursor, and you've got a story in your head, but you just can't wrap your brain around it to get started. It's frustrating. I hope this podcast can help you get started and keep you going with tips on creativity and things to think about related to creative writing. And every episode will have a writing prompt that I hope you'll find helpful and challenging. A few seconds ago, I said the task of creation in the craft of writing. Writing is a craft. You've probably heard that before, but let's stop and think about what's going on here. Writing is deceptive. It looks easy because we all learn how to make sentences in, like, what, second grade? It's just putting words in a certain order, right? How hard can it be? Well, you may have heard or seen in forums and discussions around the Internet that your first writing project is probably going to be disappointing, and some potential writers find that upsetting. Maybe you can even see the movie in your head, or you can see yourself as part of the story. But it just doesn't come out that way when you go to write it down. Relax. That's normal. 
Let's switch up to a different art form and see if a comparison makes more sense. Let's say you want to paint a vision that you've had. You manage to sketch it out, and it's maybe a little smudged and hard to explain to other people. You can't just buy paints and brushes and end up doing a masterpiece right off the bat. You need to learn how to mix the colors, the interplay of light, texture, skin tones, hair patterns, which brushes to use when, even what kind of canvas to use. Leonardo da Vinci didn't start off his career with the Mona Lisa. First, he had to spend years of study of light, texture, form, motion, nature. The Mona Lisa was something on which he kept working from time to time until he died. It was never finished. He just stopped working on it. Did you know it was painted on a board made of poplar wood? It's not even on canvas. That's wild. A painter needs to learn the vocabulary of his craft, which tools to use, and how to have the patience to bring his visions to life. Unless you're going to just drip paint and spin the canvas. Another case in point, an idea isn't enough. You need to develop that writing as a skill. Um, I've always thought it would be fun to make beautiful furniture. I've had an idea for a large table of uh, exotic woods and beautiful inlay and a set of chairs to match, and that's been rattling around in my brain for years. But making fine furniture is a craft in which I have no experience and probably none of the essential tools. Let's see, my, my biggest carpentry project was in my post-collegiate years. My mother needed some cupboards made for the laundry room. Buying cupboards was not in the family budget, so I volunteered to try. I had a circular saw, check, hand saw, check, hammer, screwdriver, a level, a drill, and a tape measure. Check, 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 check. What could possibly go wrong? I measured it out, drew up some plans, bought some lumber and plywood, I planned out my approach, measured again, and started. Was it art? <laughs> no. Did it look anything like I had envisioned it? Not even a little. Was it functional? Yes. Was it level? Yes. Did my mother love it? Yes, of course. So I, uh, I bought a big bucket of blue paint and tried to hide where I had obviously learned on the job how not to do something. Did all of this put me any closer to being able to make that table I have in the back of my mind? Maybe, but I doubt it. Not really. Does that mean I'm a cabinet maker now? Well, technically, yes, but no. <laughs> no, not really. If I practice cabinet making and take constructive feedback from experts in the art of carpentry and adhere closely to what my clients need, could I eventually make that table that I have in my head? Maybe. Well, why have I not done that? Well, because I don't want to make that table badly enough to put in that expense and effort, nor do I have the tools. 
so I'll stay with writing. And don't get me started on how to make the chairs. No idea. Now back to writing. You have time, ideas, and paper, or keyboard, or tablet, or whatever, so why not just get started, man? Some people give it a shot and it's not really their bag, so they lose interest. Or maybe they shared it with family or friends and nobody fell out of their chair in excitement when they read it. <laughs> well, if you can recognize that it's crap, you've already improved. Don't take that as a final verdict. Maybe it ends up lining the birdcage or getting recycled. It was not the art you intended to make. You still have that vision of what you want to do. That may be something you want to magnetically post on the front of the refrigerator. It's kind of a signpost in your development as a writer. Maybe. Yet you still have that beautifully told, awesome story in your head that you would like to write one day. Like making cabinets or making visual art, writing is a craft. There's a 99% probability that you're going to hate your first efforts. That's normal. So here in episode one of the podcast, the lesson is keep your dream, keep your story in mind, and work toward it by writing as much as you can in whatever genre you feel curious about exploring. It's about training your brain for a new craft, and your brain is your most vital tool. Practice. Write anything, even if it's completely non-sequitur to your main subject, your first project, or whatever zone your head is in this week. Write anything, literally anything. The more you read and the more you write, the easier and more natural your style will become. It's the practice that will hone your craft so that you can write that Pulitzer Prize winning novel or a short story anthology, or poetry, or song lyrics, or even marketing materials, or business communications, or your blog. So the first rule of writing, and I'm going to keep coming back to the first rule of writing, writing is not a spectator sport. You can't just listen to a podcast and become a better writer. That's not how it works. You have to get involved and just jump in somewhere and write. So this podcast is primarily dedicated to helping you get past go. And what happens after you get past go? How do you keep going? What makes good characters? What makes good settings? What makes good plots? Yeah. Now we're talking. So enough of uh, setting expectations, I guess. In the next episode, I'll have some initial thoughts on characters. But now, as promised, a writing prompt for you. This episode's writing prompt comes from classic literature. And by that, I mean the Peanuts cartoon strip. You might remember Snoopy with the typewriter on top of his doghouse, and he's got his opening line down pat. It was a dark and stormy night. Ooh, scary. 
Do you think that's descriptive? I don't think so. It feels more like an observation or a statement to me. It was a dark and stormy night. The cat was in its bed. The fire in the fireplace, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it feels more like an observation or a statement to me. How dark was it? Is it a natural dark or supernatural? Is it related to the storm or is it from a volcano or something? Did uh, the sun die? Then uh, we can also explore what kind of storm. Lightning, tornado, hurricane, blizzard, sand, hail. <laughs> or, or, now this is where it gets really interesting. Do you think it's more symbolic? A night of dark intentions and stormy passions of some kind? Some hidden confrontation. It's a dark and stormy night. It's your lead now. It's your story. Decide how dark. Decide how stormy. And write the scene. Yeah, I, I know. Your next question is, so how many words should you write for one of my writing prompts? Well, as many as it takes to write the scene. If I suggest a limit of 500 words... Some writers will stop there, whether they're even really started or not. The objective is to write creatively, not to count words as a hobby. A word count is a metric that really is not an intrinsic part of the writing experience, unless you're doing NaNoWriMo, or you need to come up with X number of words for your assignment. It's sort of like your shoe size doesn't have any effect on whether your shoes are sneakers, casual, dress, or just sandals. The size is just what fits, so write the scene to fit the opening. Any scene. So, hashtag, go right now. In the imperative. Go right, right I am TJ Ponce, P-O-N-T-Z, at TJ Ponce on Twitter, patreon.com slash TJ Ponce, tjponce.com, or I'll be here later. Catch me in the next episode. I'll be talking more about characters. Keep writing, scribblers. I'll talk at you next time.